Learn why entrepreneurs, hairstylists, pastors, military commandos, executives, professional athletes, and coaches trust over a decade of experience to find a clearer vision and purpose for life, career, and organization. Go to emmasgood.com forward slash R7 and apply today. Finally, get the clarity to level up your career, relationships, and confidence with R7. Hey everyone, welcome to the Apply Rigor podcast. We are excited that you have chosen to take your time to spend with us today and we're hoping that we can do a great job. Actually, we're pretty confident. We can do a great job (laughs) adding value to you and help you. And as we get going today, I just wanna encourage you again, Take a second, hit subscribe on that button where you're listening to this podcast. Leave some comments at the end of the show. We're very interested because today's guest is a killer in the real estate market. And so, Dave, tell us about our guest, man. Oh, Phil, man, thank you so much for being here. I know how busy you are and how important you are in like just leading your company and just really appreciate your time being here. I'm just going to read your bio real quick so people can understand uh, you and kind of the perspective you're coming from. And then we'll get into the peaks and valleys of what you've encountered throughout the years. So Phil Henderson is a licensed real estate broker in North and South Carolina, uh, North Carolina native. He graduated from Appalachian State University in 1985 with a degree in business management. He has four locations. Phil and his company manage over 180 community associations of all types and stages, and more than 700 investment properties. Um, you've, your team has won numerous awards over the years, um, earned the Association Management Specialist designation, um, of which there are less than 500 of those awards awarded nationally. Um, it's an honor to have you today on the show, Phil. So we're talking about the peaks and the valleys, and you know if you could describe to us your highest peak and then we'll get into your lowest low of of working in the real estate market for the last two decades yeah well well, good morning and thanks so much for having me i I really appreciate the opportunity and you know uh (laughs) being in the business since uh 1990 we've had a lot of uh peaks and a lot of (laughs) valleys uh so uh we we could we could spend uh, a couple days probably talking but yeah um I tell you, the, the probably the most recent uh, peak, I guess, that comes to my mind is we recently uh, purchased a new office building and um, and moved into a really nice new office building. And and, and that's been a really uh, a real high point for me and my career and our business life, I guess you might say, uh, the most recently. And and why why I say that is I, when I <laughs> when we moved into this office that it, I just kind of stood around and looked in the, around the, this 13,500 square foot office building that I purchased and, and thought back to 20 years ago when I started our business in the attic, hold (laughs) on, let me clarify that the unair conditioned. Oh yeah. In North Carolina, baby. That's a vision right there. (laughs) The sweat box. How in the world did this ever happen? And, um, so it was just, it was just, it's just one of those things that you kind of have this overwhelming feeling of, gratitude and thankfulness uh uh for god's blessing to to get me to to this um the, the other reason that's kind of behind and dave you can you can relate to this because you've been to our, our old office we were yeah. in an, an office that was about 5200 square feet mm. we were sitting on top of each other and that was the main reason you know we've been blessed to grow and so we need to have bodies and so we were sitting on top of each other so we had had the uh 
to uh, move to this lo- larger location. But the big thing was, and Dave, you probably remember this, yeah. the other office didn't have any windows in it. That's right. So it was like going to prison every oh day when gosh. we went to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There nice. Was, there, was no, there was no windows whatsoever. And this office, hopefully you'll come down to Charlotte and uh, see us, is nothing but windows. Oh, and I don't wow. know if you can see it behind me here. Yeah. Uh, in my office is uh, um, all windows. And so it's like I've, I've got out of prison and, and gone to heaven. <laughs> uh, every, day, every, every day that I, I come to work, it's like I'm coming to uh, uh, going to the park because I see all these trees outside and stuff. And so uh, it's been a real high for us. We just moved uh, back in uh, the first part of May. And so that's been a, a really gratifying thing for me to see how we've uh, uh, grown over the years and, uh, and, 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 you know, the blessings that have, that have come our way. So that's awesome. And congratulations on that. And it's, 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 it's pretty cool. I know you're a man of faith and, you know, just really giving God all the glory through that. I know that that's, um, that's, you know, important to you. And, and, um, and I just, this is so cool to see you, see you doing that. You know, we're talking about the Valley now, like, what was your lowest valley? Like what, what has been a low moment that, and how did you persevere through it? Well, yeah, like I said, there's been a number of those too. You know, it's funny that this is what your show's about. I was just talking to uh, somebody recently about how uh, I think entrepreneurs uh, can, could be classified as uh, schizophrenic mm. because <laughs> that's, we, we have these all the time. I mean, I go from uh, over the years, I've come from these things where I, these uh, moods or, or, uh, or feelings, I guess you might say, of euphoria for things like what I just talked about. And, uh, and then the next day, I'm ready to sell my business, mm. you know, get the heck out and throw, <laughs> I'm done. Right. right. And so as entrepreneurs, I, I, I sometimes think we're somewhat uh, schizophrenic in that, in that way where we're, you know, from one end of the spectrum to the other. So, um, I, you know, there's been a lot of valleys in, in my business life one that I can think of uh, that sticks out in my mind, at least it's been a couple of years ago now, but we had a stretch of about, uh, I think about a two or three week period where we, um, we lost two of our top homeowner association accounts that were, or were very important from a revenue standpoint and from a profitability standpoint for our company. Uh, we lost those as, as far as uh, uh, the contract, the contracts uh, got terminated. And, uh, and during that, so that was a huge blow. That was probably, uh, at least 10% of our revenue, probably a little over 10% of our revenue of those 180 associations I mentioned to you before. Um, there's, that was at least 10% of our revenue for that particular division. So that was a huge blow, uh, not only to us, uh, revenue wise, profitability wise, but just kind of ego wise as well. Mm. And, and you know, like, it's like, you know, you're, your girlfriend dumping you is kind of the, kind of the, <laughs> yeah. the, the feeling you have, you know, when, when a, when a good client, you know, tells you they don't want to be a client anymore, you know, it's, it's uh, like getting the dear John letter. So in, in, on top of that, we, in that same two or three week period, we had a couple of key employees quit um, just, you know, for various reasons. And uh, that were key, again, key employees that we had to, we had to try to figure out, how was who was going to take their place? Um, one of those was a leadership position, and uh, which uh, you know was running one of our one of our divisions within our company. And so uh, it was this you know perfect storm of all these 
you know, bad things happening within our within our company that uh, was definitely one of those uh, definitely one of those valleys uh, in my business life. So when you're faced with something like that, and I love how you said that, a perfect storm. So where you're losing, you know, major key clients and then some major key employees. What do you do other than want to crawl into a corner and die? Like, like, what is the next step? What, what, what do you do in that process? Just pray a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because I definitely do a lot of that. But, uh, you know, um, <laughs> you just have to kind of step back and, and, and take a deep breath and, and, and you know, and, and you got to have to kind of do some self uh self uh motivation i guess you might say that hey it's going to be okay and i think what's kind of got you know when i have those kind of situations you know i i do i do pray a lot but uh and i i had the the thing that's kind of gotten me through valleys like that is that i have to remember that god only gives us doesn't give us any more than we can handle and um so that's a constant reminder and then the other thing that I've, um, have, I've constantly have to remind me and my wife and I talk about this a lot is that, you know, we can do all this and we can do things to the best of our abilities. Uh, but at the end of the day, God's in control. And um, so that's um, what has kind of helped me continue to focus on the big picture and not get mired down in the, in the depths of uh, the, the problems that, that we have here right immediately. When you were in the in the valleys and, and, you know, like I can certainly relate to those. And I think that, you know, some of the more seasoned entrepreneurs and business owners can relate to those to those valleys. You know, when you think about the go to emotion on the negative side, what is that? You know, is it is it for you? Was it anger? Was it frustration? Was it bitterness? Um, I kind of, you know, over the years have coined this term flap. You know, I do. And you talked a little bit about it, Phil, like like is it my fear, lust, anger, pride? You know, those are the big ones like that get in the way, you know, for you when you're in that Valley, what's your go-to emotion that you feel like, Oh, here it comes again. You know? Yeah. Well, I think I, it's kind of what I was mentioning a little bit earlier. I think for me, uh, it'd be a little bit of all of those, mm-hmm. but, uh, the pride and the fear, I think probably the one back, I'll start with the pride. You know, it's, it, I take it personal when, um, you know, a client leaves us, I take it personal mm-hmm. when a, an employee quits. And so it's, it's, it hurts my pride. It hurts my ego. It, mm-hmm. it, um, so I, 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 because it's like, like I said earlier, it's kind of like your, you know, your girlfriend, you know, dumping you, yeah. Dear John or whatever yeah. when you, when I was younger. So that's one thing it, it hurts. It hurts my, my pride. And so, uh, that's one thing. And then the other thing is the fear, you know, I think is, uh, as entrepreneurs, where we have employees that are depending on us for um, uh, their income and their livelihood for, you know, to, to feed their families and all those kind of things. To me, I take that very personally and, and have a lot of fear of failure because I, I don't want to fail and, and disappoint them and, uh, and have adverse effects on them. And so when those kind of things happen with, you know, losing accounts and those kind of things, it's the, the that kind of fear uh, uh, kind of sits in with me. Well, it's interesting, you know, as we've we've talked in the past on the show about vision and that, you know, vision really caters to the emotional side of our brain and the emotional side of who we are, that 
part of the reason we get so emotional and angry when a customer quits us, so to speak, or an employee leaves is the fact that they're not just quitting or leaving. What they're telling you is, I am quitting on your vision. Mm. And that's the part that stings the most because, you know, you sell with vision. When you're selling to a new client, it's, hey, here's what we're trying to do. And it's so much more than dollars and cents. We're trying to create an environment or we're trying to cause positive change or whatever. And, you know, whether and the same thing on the employee side saying, hey, join join our team because we're trying to do this for the world. And when they leave, that's exactly what happens. It says, hey, I'm quitting on your vision. And that's a dagger, man. Mm -hmm. That just hurts. And so I guess a follow-up question for you, Phil, is thinking about the side of this valley regarding the two employees that were leaving, what did you learn from that? And what were some of, if any, changes you made to ensure that that may not happen again, or at least not in that way? Um, well, I th yeah, a couple, a couple things that come to mind. Um, and told me that I needed to do a better job of, of uh, verbalizing and living that vision that you just spoke about mm -hmm. because I, I didn't think that I had done a, a very good job at that point and that I needed to focus more on that. The other thing that it made me realize that, that it, uh, because, for the reason behind that, the, sort of the root cause of that, is that um, I, I was too far in the weeds with my business. In other words, you've heard the, 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 the term of working in your business instead of working on your business. Right. I was right. working way too much in my business instead of working on the business and focusing on those bigger, those bigger things like the, the vision of the, of the company and, and communicating that vision to our, to our employees. And, and, um, so it, it made me, um, uh, really focus on trying to, to hire, uh, leaders, within our company who can take the, could take those leadership positions that I was filling myself so I could step back and, and focus on the, uh, the bigger things. Man, that's good. That's one thing I've always, in, you know, enjoyed your fresh perspective on that, Phil, and, you know, and, and just, you know, just knowing you over the last couple of years and is that that humility aside of, you know what, it's on me. I can, I can feel, you know, versus you and what did you do? So I really appreciate that. You know, as we land the plane here and we, we close down, you know, um, you've been at this for two decades, you know, is there any encouragement that you could offer those entrepreneurs that are middle in the valley or on the peak at this, you know, in their, in their journey of their career? Uh, wow. Yeah. A lot of things. Uh, I think the, the first thing mm -hmm. that comes to mind is, you know, you're going to have those things. You're going to have those disappointments because nobody's perfect and things are going to happen, but just, just, uh, to coin the, uh, the phrase of the Carolina Panthers, just keep pounding. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag and, keep pounding. Uh, yeah. And remember that, like I said earlier, that you know God only gives you what you can handle, and at the end of the day, He's in control. And so just uh, just keep doing using your God given talents mm. to do the very best you possibly can, and uh, and it'll all it'll all work out in the end. Well, we're, we're super excited that you were here today, and thank you so much for your wisdom. I'd like to leave our viewers and our listeners with this. It's a it's a quote by Winston Churchill. That's right. It says, success is never final and failure is never fatal. It's your courage through both that counts. That's right. That's right. So as we wrap up today, look at me. I'm talking to you. Look at me. It's not fatal. That's what Phil just talked to us about. It's not done. It's not over. Keep going. 
So hey, if this encouraged you, added value to you, leave some comments in the bottom, please subscribe. But hey, this next week, go apply some rigor. Take care.